Okay, let's get to the word tonight. Tonight, the t if you like titles for sermons, are you worthy? Are you worthy? And you think, yeah, I know the answer to that. But by the time you get through here, you may not, you may think, oh, maybe that's, I didn't know it after all. So are you worthy? What does worthy mean? Usually when you think of am I worthy, it's meant am I important enough? Do I matter enough? You know? We hear a lot at this moment in, in the political realm here in Australia about the worth of um, the First Nations people. And, you know, there's the, the question, are they worthy, you know, to be included in the Constitution and in having a voice in the affairs of this nation. A lot of people understand what's going on, a lot of people don't, okay? I'm not putting my point of view across, I'm just saying there is this question, are you worthy? And to feel worthy means that you do have a voice, that you are listened to, that you are respected, that you do feel that you matter, you know? That's when you feel worthy. If somebody, if you're talking to someone and they're sort of looking over there, <laughs> You don't feel very respected. You don't feel like you're worthy of even speaking to them. And a lot of us have felt this. You might have felt this in your family situation. You might have felt this in your workplace. You might have felt it amongst your peers. You know, if you're in studying, you may have felt this, I don't know about you, but I've felt this many times throughout my life in different situations that you're not worthy, okay? But I want to have a look at the Word of God because um, how you feel, if you feel worthy or not, will affect the way that you think, it'll affect the way I that you act, that. it'll affect the way that you live your life and make your decisions. Okay? So it's very important that uh, we understand um, these situations. Now some people feel like they're totally unworthy, there's extremes. Some people feel totally unworthy. They hate themselves. They're self-haters. They will self-harm. They will commit suicide. They will be depressed, exceptionally depressed. They will be violent and angry people normally. And it's usually the root of that is self-hatred. Then on the other end of the scale, you've got those who love themselves too much, okay? They think they're more worthy than everyone else. So there's the opposite end of the scales. And then in the middle is just people like you and me. We're just ordinary people, the in-betweeners, the everyday people. And you know what? We may feel like we're worthy. We may know that we have worth, but we will also struggle with things. And so I want to have a look at somebody out of the Bible who understood his value, but still didn't feel worthy. And it's uh, the centurion. And Jesus entered Capernaum, and a certain centurion's servant, who was dear to him, was sick and ready to die. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him, pleading with him to come and heal his servant. So the centurion sent 
not just his servants, but he sent the elders of the Jews, people of influence, to Jesus to say, look, my servant is really ill. And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying that the one for whom he should do this was deserving. In other words, they said, he's worthy. He's worthy. For he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. And so the Jewish elders have come to Jesus and said, listen, this guy doesn't know you, but he's worthy. He deserves to be helped. His servant deserves to be helped. Why? Because the centurion has done something for us. He's worthy because he loves our nation and he's worthy because he's helped us. In other words, he's worthy because of his works. Okay? A lot of people think that. They think your worth is about what you can do or what you can do for us or for me. So that's what they've come to Jesus and said, look, he's worthy because he's done these good things. Then Jesus went with them. So he's like, okay. He went with them. And when he was already not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him. And they said to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof. So the centurion, even though he is a man of influence and he's done some really good things for the Jewish people, he's basically saying, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy for you to come into my house. Okay? Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. Wow. Has this guy got a problem with low self-esteem? <laughs> Or is he just extremely humble? But he says, say the word and my servant will be healed. So it shows that he's humble and he's got great faith. He's got great faith. For I also am a man placed under authority, having soldiers under me. So he's basically saying, I understand authority. In fact, I'm a pretty important guy myself. <laughs> but I don't feel worthy. Some people can do great things and be in leadership positions, but still feel unworthy. Especially when it's around Jesus. This guy had his priorities correct. And Jesus honored that. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and he turned around and he said to the crowd that followed him, he told everyone, he made it public. I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. So Jesus didn't say, and of course, the servant was healed, okay? Of course he was healed. The point is here. They were saying, look at what he's done. He's worthy because of what he's done. But Jesus is saying, no, he's worthy because of his faith. He's worthy because of his character. It's not about things that he's done. It's about who he is on the inside. It's who he is. 
That's what Jesus was honouring him. He's saying he's worthy because of his attitude, because of his character, because of who he is. Okay? So Jesus, Jesus is saying these things that matter, the things here, the things, the internal things, really, really matter. This man had authority, but he still had humility. He had authority, but he had humility. And Jesus calls us to do the same, to understand what worthiness is really all about. So let's go to a few more passages here about worthy. And he's speaking this to his disciples. He said, he who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take the cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Now that sounds very strong, and you could even say arrogant, but he's the only one who could say that. He's the only one who could say that. He's talking about other things compared to him. If other people and other things are more important, you're not worthy of me or of the kingdom of God. That's what he's saying. He could say that because he humbled himself and came from heaven. He took on flesh and blood. He suffered. He died. He rose from the dead. He could say that because he has made us worthy. He made us worthy. We put God first because he put us first. And then Paul reminded everybody in the, if, um, some of the epistles in the book of Ephesians. This is what he said. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord. Prisoner sounds like a bad thing. But when you're a prisoner of the Lord, it's a good thing. It means you are enclosed with him. Locked in with God. He said, I beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. We're all called by God. He says, walk worthy with all lowliness, in other words, humility, like the centurion, gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love. What does that sound like? He's basically saying, live like Jesus. Be like Jesus. That's how we walk worthy. Sometimes we think we've got to do this and be this and be that. But he's basically saying, be humble, be kind, be good, be patient, be caring and loving. That's walking worthy. That's the opposite spirit of the world, which says, go get them. Dog eat dog. <laughs> get what you can while you can. That's the way of the world. And then in Colossians, he said, we pray for you. Because it's not easy to walk with the Lord sometimes. It's not easy to walk worthy sometimes. We struggle, just like the centurion did, with insecurities and other things that are going on in our lives. Challenges, unfairness, injustices. But he says, we don't cease to pray for you. In other words, we pray for you all the time. 
to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will, so to know God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So I'm praying that you will know God's will, that you'll have understanding of spiritual things. Why? So that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him. You want to please the Lord? Walk worthy of the Lord. What does it mean? Represent him well. You know, you want to represent your family well. You want to represent your church well. You want to represent yourself well. You want to have a good reputation. That's what it means. Walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's how we walk worthy. Stay close to the Lord. Understand what his will is. And then whatever he asks us to do, be fruitful in it. Be good at it. Do it well. Commit to those things. And increase in the knowledge of God. Get closer to the Lord. Know the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Read his word. Spend time with God. Spend time with God. I know we've got busy lives, but we can all spend time with the Lord. Amen? Then in uh, the book of Luke, Jesus said this. This is quite powerful. Jesus said to him, because someone said to Jesus, I'll follow you. I'll, do, I'll just go anywhere with you. I'll do anything with you. And then Jesus said, okay. No one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit or worthy of the kingdom of God. So he's saying, if you really mean it, make the commitment and stick to it. Put your hand to the plough. That means effort takes effort. Walking with God takes effort too. He says, don't look back. If you look back, you get tempted. Ooh, ooh, this is too hard. Maybe I should just go back and do that. No keep going forward. He's saying keep going forward and you're fit or worthy of the kingdom of God. And then again, Paul was raising up Timothy as his um, successor. He was training him up. And he said this to Timothy, let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honour especially those who labour in the word and doctrine. He was saying to Timothy, I want you to be a man of the word. I want you to be a man who teaches the truth to the people of God so they know what they believe. You can't depend on someone else's faith. You've got to know what you believe. Each one of us needs to be accountable to know, to share the truth with others. He's talking about the elders and those who teach the word of God here. And he says this, the scripture says this, you shall not muzzle an ox, I love this, while it treads out the grain, and the labourer is worthy of his wages. Every labourer is worthy of their wages, whether you're teaching the word of God or not. Everybody who works hard should be paid properly. 
Amen. But he's saying here, those who speak the word of the Lord, there's an accountability for those who teach. There's double honor, but there's also double judgment. So you better be teaching the word of God. Not your own opinions, not just nice little stories, but the word of God. And he says, don't muzzle an ox when it treads out the grain. What does that mean? You know, when the ox was treading out the grain, it could eat some and keep his strength up to do more work. <laughs> Very wise. The Bible's full of wisdom. And the last verse I want to share is out of the book of Revelation. So the in here it never says that you are worthy. It says you are righteous. We are righteous. Therefore we walk worthy. The only one who is worthy is Jesus. And in the book of Revelation, it says you are worthy to take the scroll. Who is going to open the scroll? Who is going to reveal? Who is going to release the judgments in the earth? Who has the authority? Only Jesus. He's worthy. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Awesome. From every corner of the earth, from every tribe, every tongue, every people, every nation, people coming to the Lord because Jesus paid the price for everyone. And he's made us kings. Wow. He's made us kings and priests to our God. What does that mean? We are royalty in the royal family. Father God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He's made us kings. We're part of his family. We are royalty. And we are priests to our God. Does that mean we run around doing these things? No, priest means someone who draws close to God. That's what priest means. Someone who draws near to God. And someone who draws near to God on behalf of other people as intercessors. You have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. We shall reign with him. Why? Because we're worthy? No. Because we are righteous. Because of him. He alone is worthy. We are worthy of things. We are worthy of respect. We are worthy of being valued. We are worthy of being loved. But we are not worthy as such. We are righteous. He is worthy. He is worthy. Father, we just thank you for your word tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the clarity and the understanding that you bring. Lord, we are worthy of being heard, of being respected, of being valued. We are worthy of having a future and a hope. We are worthy of the blessings that you pour out upon us because you are the one who is worthy. You have made us righteous. Lord, you ask us not to be worthy, but to walk in a worthy manner, to commit and to continue 
to represent you well, to be fit for the kingdom of God, to bring you glory, to bring you honour, that others would see your likeness in us, that we would be Christ-like, not selfish individuals, but like you, more and more like you. Lord, we just thank you for all your goodness poured out upon our lives. Thank you, Lord, that you can help us to walk in humility, to walk with patience, to walk in love, and to represent you and your kingdom and your family well. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Okay, say hi to somebody. If anyone needs prayer, I want to pray with you. Otherwise, have a great week and next Sunday night, we will have a wonderful time. Bye, everybody online. See you.